Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning, <laughs> Faj. <laughs> That was your way of beating me on that because, and I didn't even, I didn't even rush it this morning. And, um, I, and I just have to say that I'm really. It is not a competition. Happy. Why is why are you so competitive first thing in the podcast? I don't think I, I didn't, I wasn't competitive. It is not I a competition. Relaxed. Who says good I was morning first? While the song was on, so yeah, I, I did see it. your eyes fluttering. <laughs> it is not a competition, oh, Faj. This is a I know. collaboration. I know, you you're don't right. have to be so cutthroat about it. You are the one who came in so. Good morning. You're the one who did it, not me. I was just, I was just excited. <laughs> that was excitement. I was All happy right, to be here. And well, well, listeners, I have to say something too, because you know we've been. This is over two years now, and I love it because we did have breakfast this morning, and we're here for hours, and then we go, oh yeah, let's record now. <laughs> So I, I get all this well, actually, wonderful quality time with my beautiful daughter. So it's we, great. We do we do kind of like lollygag. We do a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of lollygag, dilly dally. Yeah. <laughs> we just kind of hang out. Yeah. You know, the our furry mascots are here, Roscoe and Tiffany. Yeah. Hopefully they won't bark. They probably we'll will. If you were listening last week, <laughs> Roscoe made a heck of an entrance. That's right. Don't <laughs> use his exit. name. Don't use his name. <laughs> I know his ears perk up and then he, he wants to be a part of the recording. But no, we have really been kind of just moseying around. I'm going to, how many different ways can I say that we've been <laughs> we've lazy, lazy this morning, lollygag. No, it's raining outside and we've kind of been that way, like where it's just yeah. like, we're just kind of like a rainy day lingering yeah. here, yep. but it's been a very nice linger. Yeah. You've been kind of sitting idle for a little bit while I've been both packing I, things up and I do well sitting idle. And <laughs> I have problems moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not, not, a... not physically. It's emotional problems when I move. <laughs> I'm physically perfectly able to move. So yeah. Well, yeah. are you though? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but no, it is a rainy, it's a, a rainy, icky weekend in Wayne, New Jersey, where we are coming to not quite live, sort of live from. <laughs> well, we're live now. <laughs> we're live now. When you're listening, we'll be you'll be about a day past where we are now, but right. it's still supposed to be raining, which brings up a great entree into our topic because yes. the weather forecast for this weekend <laughs> is rain uh, from start to finish. So we'll see what actually happens, right? Exactly. So yes. we'll see what actually happens. Yeah. So listeners, that's what we're going to talk about today. Not the rain, but Not forecasts. The... Yeah. And not weather forecast, but it applies. It does apply, doesn't it? It does. It does. You know? But I do have to say before we start that I'm very afraid for the calendar. Because oh. it, its days are numbered. Oh, God. <laughs> You're so stealthy with these dad jokes now. I don't even see them coming. I thought you had, I thought you were going to like drop some truth on uh, us. Is something brilliant? Something brilliant. Yeah. It looked like your no. wheels were turning about to say, like, drop real wisdom. No. No, not at all. All right. Well, so forecasts. So our topic today is is really the problem with forecasts and making forecasts and planning and planning paralysis kind of. And that's where we're going to go. That is where we're going to go. And we think it's interesting because as we were lollygagging and <laughs> lingering and wasting time before we started recording here, we were talking a little bit about this. And, you know, we use forecasts in business 
myself in a sales function and as a sales leader, we're consistently forecasting what are our deals, the deals that are closed, what is our pipeline going to do? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the best laid plans <laughs> in the beginning, it's so funny to watch, sometimes not so funny, right? To mm-hmm. watch from the end of the previous year, right? Mm-hmm. To where we are now, a uh, little bit into the second quarter, looking at what we expected out of certain opportunities or deals, how they shift up or shift down or completely disappear at times. Mm-hmm. So our topic today is talking about how, you know, the trouble with forecasting, the trouble with planning and how you can plan and forecast and make progress along the way. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I want to give you a, a Leonard Bernstein quote. Good old Len. <laughs> Christina can you know tell? Was, can you but... tell the audience who Leonard Bernstein is in case yeah. any of them are as Famous unworldly as I am? <laughs> composer. <laughs> to achieve great things, two things are needed, a plan and not quite enough time. <laughs> I really like that because I hear we just said forecasts are dangerous, but you need a plan. But it, it is true that time or the lack thereof creates a lot of wonderful things because if you have too much time you can get around to it anytime you want right but a hundred percent you know so so i thought that was that's a pretty good you know way to start off in a little quote but i wanted to segregate planning uh and you were using the word forecasts and forecasts are fine and you have to plan in order to achieve the forecast but if you're building a house or a plane or a car or something, you know, like that, obviously that has to be planned out perfectly for it to work, right? So we're talking about planning that involves humans. In other words, you're trying to sell things to a prospect. That's another person. That's not a mechanical or chemical reaction that you can predict the outcome. You know, chemistry is great. You take this chemical and take this chemical and you get that one or you get a reaction. So we're not talking about that kind of planning. We're talking about the fuzzy planning that goes into planning a marketing campaign or a business a business plan, um, things like that. A reorganization of a business. Correct. Uh, planning a, a new departmental you know, structure, uh, things like that. And that's what we're talking about and why the key here is, yes, a plan, a sketch, an outline of where you want to go is important, but you must take action. You have to take action and then be adaptable in the flow as this is progressing. And I think it applies. uh, And this is something that we, I I know our audience, not everybody is in a, a business scenario. I think a lot are. But this applies to a lot of different things. Um, I'm getting ready for a vacation this coming week. And as we were talking about forecasts. She takes vacations. I don't. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mom wants you to take vacations. I know, but I don't take vacations. (laughs) That's because you're miserable on vacation. And they cost money. (laughs) Yeah. You're cheap. You're cheap and miserable on vacation. (laughs) Maybe I'm just cheap and miserable, period. You might be. But you are very happy when you're working. And I listen, I am too, but I also really enjoy seeing the world. You're very happy just seeing, you know, your 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 
TV. I don't know your <laughs> no, bo- your box into the world. I'm not sure. All right, nobody cares about what <laughs> no I'm happy one cares about. about this. <laughs> but anyway, um, we were talking a little bit about like vacation, right? When you're making your plan, so you, I, I've been looking at the weather forecast, mm-hmm. and it says, guess what? Costa Rica is expecting rain every single day. Um, it's going to be 88 degrees, and you know, I've been putting aside the clothes that I'm going to bring and in my head planning for what the the week is going to need. But guess what? When I get there, that could be very different. So you've got to make sure that you're, you've, you're adaptable and you're, you know, t- tomorrow when I check the weather, it could be completely different. All of a sudden they could be expecting, I don't think it really gets bad weather there. So Probably, probably whatever. This is a terrible example. Let's it really just move is. On. Everybody and everybody is like, "Oh, she <laughs> suffers so much. She's going to Costa Rica." You know, I, yeah. this is my first vacation in a long time. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that was a bad example, but weather forecasts change, so you need to be prepared for whatever may come. Correct. And I think as we're planning, and you know, I mentioned the the scenario of you know, sales planning and sales forecasting and how that changes and how we need Mm -hmm. to consistently be looking at like, you know, when we're planning for these things, we're always like, okay, what's the worst case scenario, the absolute worst case scenario? Well, the worst case scenario is everything's lost, right? Right. But along the way, it's like, okay, if we, you know, if something got delayed in implementation or if a client's budget got cut or if something changed, So I think that's kind of what we're talking about until you get into it. And until you start executing against your plan, you're not going to know what's going to change. Like for us, until we start actually getting into a client implementation, we're not going to know if what we forecasted is accurate. Right. So, so really the idea is to have a plan, like sketch it out, but don't be tied to the plan as you know, so rigidly. And this, and the reason for that is you're involving humans, right? So people are on the other end of that. And that's what messes up the plan. So, you know, the plan is interfered, literally, our plans are interfered with by the other party, Mm -hmm. whoever that other party is. If, uh, If you're planning a departmental restructure, let's say, you've got to be careful. You can plan it all out, but is... You know, Susie going to want to move over to this other area? Is John going to want right. to uh, step up to the plate and manage certain people? Are you able, is your, you know, search function going to be able to supply the two new people you want? This is the, this is why as you go through it, you don't be married to the plan. You use the plan as a guide and then adjust that plan completely. Well, exactly. And I think, that's the the biggest thing is that your plan needs to be iterative. Like mm. it's, it's a big word <laughs> for me. It is <laughs> for most people. It's pretty, pretty simple, but um, you need to be willing to start. And I think like sometimes, sometimes we can get into paralysis where mm-hmm. you're trying to map out every single potential scenario. Well, what if this happens and what if that happens and this is the plan and now I'm going to do some research into that. And all of that is good. But if it prevents you from actually taking the first step and figuring out what variables you're not thinking about or where you should be making the change, mm-hmm. you're never going to actually get anywhere. Yeah, no, it's so true. I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, in in business, in all the years I've been in business that 
I'll map something out and start and it gets screwed up. When I say screwed up, may not have been bad. It may actually be a better outcome than the plan. But things, because of that other party not cooperating, you took a different tact. And, and very often it, it, it comes out better because you just didn't plan on that really positive thing. You thought maybe that wouldn't happen. So right. whatever that is, you know. Right. Or, or think about how many times you maybe set a plan because there's there's some kind of a event or something that's driving it. And then as you get into executing upon the plan, well, the whole scenario changes. So right. all of that's out the window. Mm -hmm. I mean, I this is a severe example, but think back to 2020 when we all had a lot of plans, right? It was a very happy new year. Everything was, you know, <laughs> hope, hopeful and all that. We had until a, it wasn't exactly. So yeah. it was like, you know, we laid our plans out. Nobody ever could have planned for or predicted what was to come. And then guess what? We all had to shift and refocus and reset. And those of us that were able to do that faster had a, a much better outcome during that time than those that just kind of stood still because they were like, whoa, what just happened to right. me? Right my plan is blown up now what <laughs> right no you're right you're right and so so that's the uh major piece of this is the other party can't predict whoever the other party or parties are the environment like you just said uh you know the weather or it's a pandemic or <laughs> or something else happens it's it's like that all the time. That's why I, I, I like the idea of a plan to more set, where do we want to go? I would like to move Your to map. this. It's a map, but it's not, it, it's not a detailed map. It's a more of a, of a structure. You know, what do we want to accomplish? And then take the action to accomplish that, but be flexible and move that route all the time. So like a map, you're going from point A to point B, you plan it out, right? Your navigation says go. But then there's also some other routes you can take if you run into a road, road closure Correct. or something like Ex that. Exactly. Versus exactly. Legos, right? Where you <laughs> you Legos. need to know exactly what piece goes where or you just have a whole bunch of pieces you don't have anything to do with. <laughs> I know. That's right. In fact, I remember, um, <laughs> so date me a little bit. But remember when the GPS systems just came out? I don't know it's going to date you any more than we've all dated you at this point. I know you already. Yeah, I know, because when, you know, my first horse before the car was invented. <laughs> uh, no, but I remember, uh, you know, me being a I just tried to picture you riding a horse. <laughs> I never, no. I'm glad I was born with, when there were cars. So remember the GPSs had, would just came out. And I remember I got, it was really expensive, one of those Garmin units that sat on top of your, literally I remember your Garmin. Well, I was driving to Boston. I'm directionally challenged, by the way, so I need... That's where I got that from. I'm really bad with directions. And I was thrilled that I was going to drive to Boston, and I, I had a GPS now. And here is what happened. So I didn't realize, and I remember they were early, Boston from New Jersey is about four hours or something, and it's a one, basically one highway all the way out. I didn't even need the GPS for that, but I'm just thrilled that I got that map on there. I didn't realize that Boston, they went underground with a lot of their roads go underground. And I will never forget, <laughs> after driving like three and a half hours or almost four hours, and now I'm almost ready to get to the hotel, and the road goes down underground, and that GPS said, 
signal no lost. Signal. <laughs> and when I came up, there were like 15 signs that were like left, 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 straight, right, 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 right. And then by the time the navigation came back up, it said off route. And then I went on a different and it just kept going underground. underground. It was horrible. So well, and you the problem is that we've all stopped using our brain completely. <laughs> <I> stopped using, <laughs> like in the past, you would have looked at your you would have taken your paper map out. Map you would have been like, OK, when I get out of the tunnel, which I see here is here, I'm going to go to the right. I'm going to write and take that road, whatever. But no, because and I do you don't this. need your brain when you've got. Garmin, That's what I said. Right? And and mom, of course, said, I think you should have the map and, and write out what your route is. I was like, no, I have this garment. I, am I set. paid all this good money for this. Correct. So anyway, I have no idea what that has to do with it Sounds planning, like it was it, a tense ride if you guys were together. No, we weren't. I was by myself. So I didn't. Does up, she know that you ended up, she, you proved her right or no? Well, I never told her. She'll know now. She'll know she now. To, yeah. Don't let her listen to this episode. <laughs> um, but it, Anyway, it's a silly example, but the point the point of it is because I relied on that so much, it screwed me up and yeah, I got there, but it was I was late, not late for my appointment, but I I had to pull over. I had to then go back to what roads do stressful. I need to take and what roads I need, and you know, write it all down. The good news is I took action and drove for 4 hours till I got messed up. But the bad news is, you know, that I I relied on a device for my plan where I didn't have well, you know, and I, the I other. Think so. To me, the moral of what you just told there is that we can really, we can screw ourselves up, we can stress ourselves out and exhaust ourselves by by getting upset when mm -hmm. the plan, when, when things don't go exactly according to plan. Right. Or we can continue to take action and continue to say, how do we solve that problem? Okay. The plan has changed. How do I adapt right. for that? How do I adapt to the new plan? Correct. Or how do I, how do I, you know, rechart the course because a variable has changed. Yeah. And if you go into everything, recognizing that where I start and where I end up, as long as I get to the outcome, it's great. Right. Mm -hmm. But how I get there, it, it may change along the way. And on the path, maybe the outcome is a little different than I thought it was going to be up yeah. front. And that's okay, too. Yeah. And, and, and if you do this right, and what I mean is if you plan with the understanding that you're going to take action quickly, because remember that quote, you know, a plan like and a lack Lenny. of time. Yes. Um, and take action quickly and adjust quickly. I have had many plans that exceeded anything that I ever thought as a benefit. Because it was a sketched out plan with action, with adjustment right away, and not wringing my hands saying, the plan is blowing up. Well, guess what? I, I planned, you know, let's say to get to this benefit and I've gotten five times the benefits, let it blow up. Yeah. But I've seen people that plan so much and literally can't start because they're trying to come up with a contingency for every single potential difficulty or obstacle. Exactly. And you can't. You can't do that. That you know? is the biggest thing that I have said frustrates me and I find absolutely exhausting. And there's cer certain people, certain situations where you've probably experienced this, where it's like, well, what if this? Well, what if that? Well, what if that? And I'm I'm like, I only have 
the capacity to worry about the problems that are right in front of me. And I'm not saying I have blinders on. Like, I get it that other things can happen. But we don't need to waste energy solving that problem until it's actually a problem. You're right. (laughs) And I have that. That's something that I I feel like I get very impatient and bored from because I don't want to invent problems. No. There are plenty of problems and plenty of challenges that we have right in front of us to Mm -hmm. solve. I don't want to dream up problems that could be coming in the future. Right. So, but a lot of, you know, it's not always easy to do that. (laughs) Sometimes it's easy to be like, oh, well, this is, well, what if, what if, what if? Yeah. But it's it's such a waste of your precious Mm -hmm. energy to be solving for a problem that has not even, that that may never even come. (laughs) That happened to me. Do you know, I thought the dryer was shrinking all my clothes. (laughs) It turned out it was the refrigerator the entire time. (laughs) This whole time I blamed the dryer. If only, if I had just had a padlock on the refrigerator, I never would have had that problem. (laughs) In case the audience didn't know, that was another dad joke that he just snuck in there. <laughs> How are we? We can't even have a serious conversation anymore, Dad. Can't, no. We can't even land a point because you've just got a dad joke to take us off track. And you, no, it was right on track. It was on. It yeah. was. It was an accurate one, actually, accurate for you. One. Very surprising that that happened. That's exactly why you've needed to buy new clothes. No problem with your dryer at all. No. Dryer's working perfectly fine. The clothes are staying the same size as they were. But oh, notice man. I didn't blame myself. I blamed the refrigerator. That's true. Yeah, that's that's true. That's there is something to be said for taking accountability. but There really is. We'll have to cover that in another podcast episode, I, I think. It's going to be another one. Yeah, it's it's going to be... Uh, I, I think that's going to... We're going to get... Um, you know, you've been asking every week for topic ideas from our listeners i think we're, we're going to get that topic idea from multiple listeners i sure yeah. hope so yeah. please people please yes so i want to i want to close with something because it better not be another dad joke it's not a dad joke i promise because our not... listeners deserve better dad <laughs> they deserve do. better than just a, a running episode of dad jokes <laughs> Maybe I should start my own podcast with dad jokes. Go for it. Let's yeah. let's see. Let's see, what let's see how that goes. Don't quit I'll my day job. I'll tell you, I'm not listening. Okay. <laughs> um, no, and so related to this is a phrase that I hear a lot when I talk to people and we're planning things out or this or that. And I hear the phrase, you know, in, in, in all my years or never in my lifetime, you know, in all my years that we've never been able to accomplish that or this or whatever that is. I really dislike that phrase because if you think about no matter how old we are, it's a, it's a blink. It's not even a blink in the eye. It's It's a a hundredth of a microsecond in the world's, you know, experiences. And, and I really, you know, when I was younger and somebody was, 60 years old and said in my lifetime it sounds impressive right because wow he or she is going back 40 or 50 years i've said years. that about you actually before oh really you were used i've to be been impressed. impressed i used yeah. to be yeah no not anymore <laughs> so yeah okay so i may have x number of years more than you of experiences but that doesn't mean that nothing that has ever happened in that time can never happen 
And most of us don't go back far enough in time. That's why, you know, it's really sad that people don't study history because you kind of see things happen. So I, I discount that a lot when I hear, you know, colleagues or other people say, well, I've been here for X number of years and, you know, we've never been able to do that or that's never. Well, that does that's not valid. There's I've, new people here now. There's new technology yeah. here now. There's new everything. Well, and I, I've seen that even with like weather patterns and things like that, where oh, yeah. it'll be a really warm day in December. And I'm, and I'm like, this is crazy. I've never I've never seen that before. And then you watch the news and they're like, the last time it was this hot in December was 1945. And I'm like, oh, so it was this hot. Yeah, before. So it's just, a, <laughs> you know, none of my friends remember 1945. Yeah, I wasn't so. here for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, exactly. Exactly. Like there was a uh, evidently the it was a massive like one of the worst blizzards ever in 1888. In in and it was like late. How, I think it was in, how, how did you handle that? Uh well, I was a little young for shoveling, but my dad helped me. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So anyway, yeah. I just wanted to throw that in is that try to avoid that or Well, try and not think that you are doing it, but you may have a senior person like say, well, I don't know, Christina. I don't. I've never. I haven't. In all the years I've been here, or in all my years, yeah, nix the limiting beliefs. Yeah, that's. You should this. Whether you can tell, don't get fired. I mean, don't tell your boss that he or she is full you, of crap. Be like, listen, you may be old, but you're not really old in the scheme of things. You're not old enough to say that that can't <laughs> ever happen. Uh, but you should discount those kind of things because that does not necessarily. That's not a valid. It's not a research-backed uh, no. explanation for no. how... So well, and you, you don't want to assume something can't happen just because in You've that individual's yeah. time with an organization or lifetime, et cetera, that it's not happened. I mean, ice cream is supposed to be bad for you, but I've had it all my life and I'm still here. I was like, is that a dad joke or is this no, just I'm a, just, your just opinion? I comment because people say you shouldn't eat ice cream. It's not good for you, but... My, my experience in my lifetime, oh. <laughs> I've had good experiences. With, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that doesn't make it valid either. <laughs> but, <laughs> you just you just wanted to talk. You have ice cream on the brain, don't you? I always have ice cream on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was very good. In our opinion, so, it was very good, I guess. I think so. So <laughs> we'll hopefully, see listeners, let us know what you think. Do you agree? Um, we would love to hear from you. As always, if you have an idea for an episode, please reach out to us. You can hit us on social media. You can get us any, you know, send us a smoke signal. But if you liked what you heard, like, subscribe, share with a so friend. We have to follow. We have to say that. Follow please on, follow. Follow on, on whatever you're listening on. And give us a review too. Yeah, we really appreciate five star reviews. Yeah. And um, we are doing a giveaway where if you write us a five star review, screenshot it, direct message it to us either on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you you like to use. If you send us that with your address, we will send you a morning coffee and mimosas mug that is so comfortable in the hand and really nice to drink from. So And dishwasher safe. And dishwasher safe. So please, it comes in a really nice little box and mm -hmm. uh, we would really appreciate the reviews. They help our content to get promoted and so that other people will know we exist um, and you know be able to enjoy the content if it's something that they deem is for them. Wonderful. Very good. I'm going to write a review. You already did. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. Don't even think about that. No, 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 no. I'm going to make Singing in the shower is fun (laughs) until you get soap in your mouth. Then it's a soap opera. (laughs) I wish Roscoe started barking. (laughs) He was so good. He's been so good. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah, bye-bye, everybody.